Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your host is Michelle Beck. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, thrivers, their friends, and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Michelle Beck. Good morning, I guess, or afternoon or evening, whenever you're listening. My name is Michelle Beck. This is Breast Friends Cancer Support Network, and thanks for joining us today. I am a two-time, 10-year survivor of breast cancer. I work at Breast Friends of Oregon, and when I have time, which isn't very often, you can find me on social media or my blog at I Never Liked Pink. So today, my guest, I'm super excited. She's a fabulous, fabulous woman. Her name is Katrina Crutcher. She is a BRCA one positive triple negative breast cancer survivor, which that's a lot right there wrapped up into that sentence. But she was diagnosed at age 37, having no knowledge that this mutation ran in her family. And instead of being just defeated and worn down by this, she actually ran with it and has gone through her treatment by using her faith in all of the things that we're going to talk about today. And it's super important to her. And when I, I stalked her and then found her on social media and I was like, okay, I need to talk to this woman because she's got some good knowledge, which I don't know a lot about. So we are going to get into all that today. So Katrina, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle, so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, wonderful. Thank you. And so tell us a little bit about yourself, the non-cancer stuff. Absolutely. So again, my name is Katrina Crutcher. Um, so non-cancer, um, I'm a pretty bubbly, spunky person. Uh, I love friends. I love family. I love just spending time with everyone. My hobbies are really, I'm a certified personal trainer. Uh, so I love the gym, uh, reading anything, you know, from being outside in nature, being one with myself, caring for myself and anything to that manner of just being a flower, because that's what I, I like to think of myself as life of a flower. So that is just who I am and love connecting with people and sharing life with people because life is so short and happiness, smiling and love is, is a gift that I like to share with others. Well, you're definitely doing that. And um, listeners out there, you can find her on Instagram. I'm going to find it right here at fighter n faith so you yes. definitely need to follow her because she has a lot of positivity and but and really talking about just spreading happiness and joy despite what is going on in your life so at age 37 which i believe was two years ago for you is that right last year well oh, it was last two year years okay. my birthday's october 1st okay. so i will be 39 coming up okay. <laughs> the, the best is yet to come i just turned 51 and I, I still feel pretty damn good 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 you look good you you sound good girl we are good i'm excited it's, age is just a number and it's <laughs> it really is. all about attitude it truly is. It truly is. I, I go out with family and friends and I'm always the one that gets carded always. <laughs> and they're like, when they look at my, my ID, they're like, I really thought you were 26 or 28. Well, I appreciate the gesture and the kindness, mm -hmm. uh, but no, I take my 30s very seriously. If the 37 is the new 26, I'll take it. <laughs> Perfect. So now tell us about how you ended up in this spot in your life where you've become a breast cancer advocate and really talking about how and what is 
come into your life in so much more full bloom. We're talking about the flower because of your cancer. So how were you diagnosed and what did you go through? Absolutely. So I was diagnosed June the 15th of 2021. So my story is kind of a little different from most that I've heard or shared. So I received the second COVID vaccination in April and probably about four to six days later, my lymph nodes under my arm had swollen and started becoming painful. But for me, that was kind of that was normal. Well, that's for me. that's what they've said was one of yeah. the side effects of the vaccinations. Like be exactly. be cognizant because your lymph nodes may swell. Thank and you. so exactly. the rest of us are like, okay, but yep. it was obviously different for you. It was, it was. So, you know, because they were saying, you know, if it happens, it's a positive reaction. Six to eight weeks, it should go away. So that's what I ran with. And then like week 12, I noticed it was still there. And I was like, hmm, something's the matter. But I was like, well, maybe I'm catching a cold because that's always been nature for me too. That's how I know if I'm getting sick, right? And so I told my family and I was like, I'm just going to go to my family doctor just in case, even though Michelle, I had just seen her in January of 2021 and September for insurance reasons. And she, we did all these self exams and things and nothing was there. And so I went to her and she was like, well, let's just do it again. And I was like, okay, sure. Wasn't thinking. We were talking as we always do. We have good rapport. And she just stopped talking. And I was like, um, Dr. Hello? A, is everything okay? And she grabbed my left hand and she placed it on my breast. And she said, have you ever felt this? And I said, no. And she pulled me up and I, I never had a mammogram or anything because, you know, it was, you're too young at too 37. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, I, she pulled me up and I looked at her and I said, are you concerned? And she looked at me and she said, yes because of your lymph nodes. She was like, you know, that's my concern. So let's get you a mammogram. Got a mammogram, got an ultrasound, got a biopsy all within a week's time. And it came back that I was stage 3B triple negative breast cancer. Mm. And for those of you listeners who don't know out there, triple negative is typically more aggressive. It is hitting women younger and younger and later stage. Um, and you were very proactive, which was wonderful. But for many women who were diagnosed during the pandemic, they did not have, they weren't either going in for their screenings or did not have good right. access to healthcare. So you are incredibly fortunate that yes. you were noticing your body, which is so important. Absolutely. And that's what I try to share with everyone that I speak with. Know your body. If you don't know your body, learn your body. Pay attention to the small signs because the small signs can be a lifesaver, you know, especially for me, you know, in that situation, I'm like, I'm thinking I'm okay because I've experienced it before, but when it just never went away and I I was a person, Michelle, I did not do self exams. I I fought myself. I never did either. 
Nope. I did not do it. I didn't. And so, you know, when she told when she took my hand and I was like, what is this? And it was, it was just that almond shaped. And, you know, I was like, th- it felt small to me, but with going through my test and they said, you know, I was thinking maybe I was just stage, you know, one C or two or something, but, you know, not knowing that when it travels to your left nose that it, it means a further along, but just to be that type of stage. And I had just seen her four months prior. Yes. I was shocked. I was shocked. And so I know you went through chemo because I've seen your yes. beautiful bald photos, man. You have a gorgeous head. <laughs> you could pull that off a lot better than some women, let me tell you. But honestly, anyone who goes through this is stunning because they are absolutely. fighting for their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, my fam- my nickname when, since I've been little has always been peanut. So when I did shave my head, <laughs> Everybody said, see, told you your name, your name was Peanut. Look at the head. I was like, see, really, that's what we're going with. But yes, women who have to, who, when we have to shave our heads, we're still just as beautiful. And that's the confidence I, I really try to share and push out. Like I wear wigs, you know, my hair's growing back. It's at that ugly color phase right now. I'm not used to, but um, <laughs> does that know. mean you have a little bit of gray in your hair now? <laughs> A little. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Michelle. I'm like, what is this? This is truly salt and pepper. OK, this is truly salt and pepper. Well, and that's I think one thing which I'm very jealous of is normally how non-cancer wise, how um, regular and accepted wigs are in the black community. Yes. I mean, that is yes. one thing that, that white women do not have the luxury of, because if we put them on, they're like, oh, she's got a bad <laughs> wig on where you're like, I am rocking different hairstyles all the time. Yeah. So yes. I, I'm alter ego, new, different every day. I promise you. This I'm pretty is, jealous about that. <laughs> you know what? I It's actually, Michelle, I believe that a lot of a lot of white women are able to utilize even the wigs that black women do wear. I really think that because the lace and the different textures of resources that how wigs are now made where they are to look natural. Mm-hmm. I think that far as with skin tone, it it blends in. So I really think that a lot of women should look at, you know, the resources that black women use when it comes to wigs. So I think you could pull this one off great. Well, you and have a dark color hair. <laughs> Where um, I did dark red one time and I loved it, but it grew out too fast. I was like, I could not do it. But I, I get too hot, man. I'd be like, I am way too hot. <laughs> I don't trust me because I'll do this in a minute. Like if it's outside and I'm catching a hot flash, I'll pull it off in public. Do not care. My girlfriends are like, Katrina, what? It's hot. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm having a hot flash. <laughs> and so I'm guessing uh, stage 3B, you also had a mastectomy. I did. I did. I did have a mastectomy. And I also had 16 lymphoids removed. Oh, that's a um, lot as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you need to be always on the lookout for lymphedema and dealing with just the whole host of issues that come with all these wonderful things. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, I put on a compression sleeve now, you know, if if I'm doing something like even if I'm helping my fiance in in the yard or anything or travel, especially with the Mm -hmm. altitude, you know, compressing now my whole body, it's not just really my arm, right? It's the legs too and the ankles. I never thought I would be there at the age of 38 years old. Well, but the alternative sucks because you are here and that's what we're thankful for. So how is your health right now? 
I am doing very well. I have my days. I I won't sugarcoat. I have my days, right? Ups and downs, but it's just really the joint pains that get me. However, I've been doing more yoga, more walks with nature. Um, So I've been feeling really good for the past two weeks. Knock on wood, thank God. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm doing really good. So right now I'm just waiting. Um, I should be having my reconstruction surgery in November. That's exciting. And it's such a wonderful feeling because it, you feel like that's the final step in the process. Yes. yes. And, and expanders <laughs> are a nightmare. It's oh like having gosh. baseballs on your chest. Uh huh. They they hurt. They hurt. Now I can't find comfortable ways to sleep, and it's like I'm only comfortable sitting in my office chair at this point. It's mm-hmm. just like I'm ready for them to go. Like they've outworn their welcome. It's been since mm-hmm. January. It's uh-huh. time to go. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. So let's talk about why why we're really here today. Sure. How faith got you through your journey. So what is faith to you? Wow. Faith to me it is, is everything. Faith to me is about trusting and relying on a source, right? I know everyone doesn't, you know, believe, you know, have a certain belief in Christianity or certain religions. So I always try to be mindful and respectful for others. But for me, it's relying on Jesus Christ. Um, you know, I've been, I've brought up in church and I've been in church my entire life and just having that confidence to know that he has me, right? I am one of his children. I am one of his own. I am the heir of a king. So he had my back and he will guide me through any life circumstance. And so keeping my faith in him and trusting, which it can be hard. It's not easy, right? But keeping and knowing who he is and knowing that relationship I have with him um, is my faith, is what faith meant to me. Now, when you were first diagnosed, so you, you said you were brought up in church. This has been a part of your life forever. Mm-hmm. Did you have doubts and anger? And did I you? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. And I'll share why. Probably when I turned 30, um, I had shared with my mom at 30, between 37 and 39 age, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is. I've already seen it. It's already been presented to me in my dreams. And I told her something's going to happen. She shared with me, Trina, don't say that. I said, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I said, but something's going to happen. So when I got diagnosed, the first thought to me was, I already knew it. I knew it was coming. It was shown to me. God revealed it to me years before it happened. And when I got diagnosed, I called my mom, me and my fiance, and you know, the conversation I said, I said, remember when I shared with you something was going to happen? And she said, yeah, I do. Actually, she was like, but I never thought it would be this. And I said, me either. I said, but you know what? God has me. I will be just fine. I said, it's a reason I'm going through this. And I said, I'm going to keep trusting him. I'll be fine. And she said, okay, I trust you. I believe what you say. She's like, I'm going to say my prayers and and we're going to walk through this together. And I said, absolutely. So do you feel like, so you, you had the, let's say premonition or, you know, just feeling that this was going to happen. And Mm -hmm. when it did, and you, you didn't lose faith and you didn't get angry. You're like, he's got me. Do you feel like there was a plan for you to become 
the person that you are now in terms of being an advocate and supporting other women and sharing your faith? Absolutely. I do. I do. At the time, Michelle, I actually was preparing to go to law school. I had just passed the LSAT in May. I was about to hit the law school in August because I was like, I was looking for a different path, right? Mm -hmm. I had been in project consulting with top 50 fortune companies. And I was just like, I want to do something different. And I wanted to go into community law because I wanted to be involved in the community. So when I was diagnosed, I was like, huh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my niche. This is what I'm supposed to be talking about. Because I was like, I was going to community law, but I was like, what am I going to talk about when I do that? Like, right? Like, what do I say? Like, who am I going to, who's going to be my audience? Mm -hmm. And when I got diagnosed, I was like, this was it. This was my next phase that I'm supposed to do. It wasn't law school. It's still involving me in the community. It just wasn't law school at the time. I still may go, but Mm -hmm. right now it's just advocacy and is really important to me about breast cancer. Same. And I, even though I do have a family history, my grandmother passed from metastatic cancer. I, it was always in the back of my mind, but Mm -hmm. I never thought that one day I would be hosting a podcast and writing Mm -hmm. a book and I want to be on stage. Like I, I really like, oh my gosh, we should do a tour. I I swear all of my fabulous guests who've been on, they, Mm -hmm. I, I want to be on stage. Like I want to be like, you know, Glennon Doyle and Lovey when they go out on tour together and like yes. just share and, and uh, just Absolutely. sharing perspectives and hope and inspiration because Absolutely. so many women do not have the, let, let's, let's just say faith that you do that, that they're going to be okay. Right. And Absolutely. yes, sometimes everyone is not okay, but right. being strong and positive and spreading that happiness and and awareness it's so important it is it is that because you you nailed it hope you know you think it you take that small word for granted at times right but hope is really what people are needing and i think that that would help a lot of women not saying that women with breast cancer don't fight but i think it would drive that extra strength that they could find deep down in themselves to fight a little harder Definitely. And I think a lot of times women are afraid to hope because cancer has such a, the negative connotation in our, in our society because it it can kill people, but so many times, especially in breast cancer, it doesn't. And it's, it's treatable. You can live with it. And even if you're diagnosed metastatic, more and more women are living longer, healthier lives. And I think just sharing all that information and how to get through survivorship is something that we can definitely do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's really to another, another way of what faith is, you know, it gives you things to hope in that are unseen that you have to believe and know that it can happen and it will happen. You have to put it out there, right? You have to do your part too. And speaking to God or the universe or whomever that is your aura definitely hope is there. It's just sometimes being unseen is where that drives the faith a little harder. 
Got it. So we're going to talk about more about how you practice your faith in your daily life um, when we come back from a short break. So listeners, remember, if you need our services, please go to breastfriends.org and check out patient programs to see what we can do for you. If you'd like to donate to help Breast Friends continue on its mission to ensure that women do not go through cancer alone, you can do that on our website. There's a big donate button or text BF Radio to 41444. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There are many things that forever change us after breast cancer, and one of them is bra shopping. If you can't remember the last time you got a new bra, it's probably been more than a year, and no bra should see a birthday. All women who have gone through breast cancer can benefit from comfortable activewear and making daily movement a priority. And that's where our sponsor, Handful, can help. Handful offers a lifetime 30% discount to all women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer. And if you need them, free additional prosthetic padding. Visit Handful.com and click on Our Cause to get started. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle Beck. My guest is Katrina Crutcher, diagnosed BRCA1 triple negative at age 37 last year. And we've been talking about her, how her faith has really got her through her journey with a positive attitude and knowing that she was going to be okay. So Katrina, what does faith consist of in your daily life? Is it something that's always a part of you? Do you have specific practices? How does that look? Yeah. So for me, it is daily things. Um, So it involves morning prayer. It involves, you know, meditation, daily scripture reading, um, taking my nature walks and being one with with God and and what he grows and builds for us. Um, It also involves me just releasing any fears to him, Um, you know, whatever that could be. You know, recently for me, it's been that 
fear of a reoccurrence. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, just releasing that to him, staying connected to my friends and family, you know, and, and making sure I take that time for me. Right. Take away that time, meaning step away from social media. You know, sometimes I do step away from the news because it, it could be so much right that we're all experiencing and seeing in life today, not just health wise, but just, you know, so much more. Um, you know, it, it involves me dancing every day and smiling and laughing at something. I don't care if it's not funny. I'm going to laugh anyways, you know, and, and cooking yummy treats. I, I like to cook you know, so cooking yummy treats and things like that and being a part of my support group and volunteering, you know, I, you know, I tithe in different ways. You know, a lot of people, when you grow in church, they think tithing is just money or monetary, but for me, tithing is my time, you know, talking to others, listening to others um, and, and volunteering in the community as much as I can. So that's, that's what I do. (laughs) Now, you mentioned releasing the fear, and that is something that so many of us are not able to do. I, right. I, I definitely believe in, I, I was not brought up going to church. Um, okay. I, it, my, my mom was, went to Catholic school when she was young and literally remembers okay. being chased by the nuns down the stairs. Oh, no. and, and, you know, it's not that we were anti-religious. It just wasn't sure. a part of our growing up. And right. I definitely believe there is something out there looking for looking out for me. I've just never said it is a, you know, whether it's Buddha or a Christian God or all of the things, there's definitely something else out there that really is looking out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when you really sit and think about it, it does allow you to release those fears. Like there is something that is looking out for me and creating a plan. Yes. Because do I wish that I hadn't gone through cancer? 100%. But the things it has brought into my life, and it's completely reshaped my career, given me Mm -hmm. new best friends and a a purpose. And, you know, because I've always wanted to do more in terms of community involvement and service. And now it's like, oh, I have found what I'm supposed to do. Yep. Yep. I agree. agree. Because it's just like... You know, we didn't, I don't feel, I don't feel that any of us have come this far by ourselves, right? Because I feel that our family and our friends are there with us, but they don't know and can't feel what we're going through. Exactly. Right. So when it comes for my faith, I I truly, that's why I, I know and believe that it's, a, you know, it's God because who else was going to bring me through this? My friends can hold my hand and my family can hold my hand and hug me, but that's not going to take away the the cancer, right? It wasn't going to take it away. It wasn't going to take away the feeling I have. It just really was my faith that took it away. The writing it down, you know, making sure I journal, like even if I couldn't speak what I wanted to say, writing it down because I believe that God was looking over my shoulder and knew what I wanted to say anyways. But I just had to make sure that I showed that, hey, I need you, right? I can't I'll just expect God to do all the work because it's not, it's not how it works, right? It, I have to do my part too. And so that's where I believed in my faith that, you know, staying positive, worshiping, meditating, listening to music. If I couldn't say something, you know, we all had our quiet days, right? Mm-hmm. When we're going through breast cancer, it's like, you don't always know what to say, or you don't want to say it. Like when I hear people, you know, say to me, wow, you're BRCA1. And it's like, dang, I am. 
uh, you know, it's just like, I got, you know, I, I have to keep, you know, writing that down and like encircling because it's like it happened and I, I'm not over that part. I can say I'm over the treatment part, but knowing that gene mutation is there, that is still sticking to me like glue. Okay. I haven't gotten over that part yet. So that's where that release that I have to do every day and, you know, say, okay, I'm fine, but I still can't get over that. It's, it's really hard. Um, has, if you are comfortable answering, has your family been tested? Your mom or yes. your sister, yes. sisters? If you have sisters. Okay. So um, my mom was tested. She was negative. Okay. So my little sister is BRCA positive as well. So she's 30. Mm-hmm. So she is currently um, doing the follow-ups with her doctors and they're watching mm-hmm. her every every 90 days. So she is doing good. But, you know, just that mental, you know, pre-buy report for her, yes. like, should she do the surgery? You know, she's kind of weighing that out right now, which mm-hmm. is a lot, right? Like, really, do I just lose all of my womanhood just yes. to for a 50-50 chance, you know, Mm -hmm. but, you know, so she's, she's definitely dealing with it, but she is like me. She's really my twin, even though we're eight years apart, Mm -hmm. like everybody thinks we're twins, but she's just, she's been my rock and she keeps her faith number one as well. Like she's, she's, she's grown since she's learned she had the mutation Mm -hmm. in her faith. And it's so beautiful because she helps me. So, but yeah, my family, my, my aunts have gotten tested, my mom, and I was happy that everyone came back negative. Yes. Like, well, unfortunately, I, I have heard of many cases where it does come down from your father's side of the family. Yes. You, you always think it's the mother, but it's, it True. can be anywhere. It can, it can. It. And to be honest, <laughs> Michelle, I never knew about it. Until my doctor just randomly said, I'm going to do this, this test. And I'm like, okay. Well, because if, yeah, if you don't have a, a, if people have not been diagnosed in your family, it's not something that comes up. And why would you think about it? Thank you. Thank it's, you. It's not on your radar, especially in your 20s and 30s. Like, I'm not getting breast cancer. What are you talking right. about? And the fact that I have a genetic mutation, I don't think so. Right. Right. It was just like, What? I was like, okay, he's like 5% positive, 95% negative. And I was like, oh, don't be that 95%. I'm not worried about it until that letter came in the mail and that said positive. And I was like, really? This has to be a mistake. Yeah, let's let's mistake. send this back. I do not agree. Yes. <laughs> now, right. you had mentioned earlier that you, you know, try to stay off of social media, but your social media handle and what you post on now post-cancer is fighter in faith. So tell us about how that came about and why you decided to essentially go public. Yeah. So I was just randomly sitting. It was right before I took my first treatment. And I was like, I can't be quiet about this. I talk about everything else in my life, right? So why be quiet about the most unexpected thing that has happened to me? So Before I went public, I was just like, hmm, how am I going to do this? Right. Because at the time, my my name was um, CMC Fit. Mm -hmm. 
And so I was like, I have to change that. That that has to change. So because um, you're a personal trainer, that was yes. We we find things that we identify to Absolutely. present ourselves to the world on social media. But I was like, right. but you had to be like, huh? Things are a changing. It's changing, right? It's nothing about to be fit. I promise you that. So I was sitting there um, and just thinking about my overall life up until the point of being diagnosed. And so I was born premature. Um, I was born and I weighed two pounds and an ounce. My mom got got sick. And so she had me early. Um, And so my mom always shares with me that, you know, when I was in an incubator, you know, she didn't think I would make it. And she was like, but you were fighting. You fight. She always tells me the story on my birthday. She's like, you you were fighting. You fought. You looked at me with your eyes. You would smile. And that's how I knew you would be okay. And I was like, hmm. So my mom always called me a fighter. So I said, okay. And I was like, in my faith, it's very important to me. So I was like, fighter with faith. That's what it's going to be. And so I put that as my name. And then I was like, okay, now how am I going to really put this out there about me? Right. How am I going to show show my audience, my friends, my family who follow me? So I just put it out there with my smile and be like, hey, I'm going to make it through it. Not concerned because my faith is number one. Um, and I am that fighter. I've been a fighter all my life. So it's not going to change now. Uh, so I decided to go with fighter with faith. Well, a lot of women, or let's say not all identify, women identify with the fighter during yes. breast cancer. Um, I was one of them that did because I'm like, I, I feel like I'm going to do everything I can to get the yep. cancer out of my body. And it is a fight. It's not like yep. it's easy. It's not like we just go and like, oh, get the cancer out. We're going to be fine. Right. You know, there's a right. lot of crap that goes into it. So much. It's so much, right? We're fighting our bodies to get up in the morning. We're fighting our bodies to eat, right? We're fighting our bodies to just have the strength to look at this medicine that's going in this IV through our port, through our veins. You know, we are fighting it. And it's a constant fight, right? And it's just, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe or I can't even try to fathom if I didn't fight through it, right? And fight with all I had, not just my faith, but myself, right? Pushing and talking to my body and saying, no, we're not we're not doing this today. We're going to fight through this, right? Because I felt that I've, I've come through so much in my life, health, not health-wise, because I've always been considered healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I always did the things to remain healthy. Um, but, you know, it's just like fight, fight, fight. I've had to fight in my career. I've had to fight through school. I've had to fight friends and family, you know, with disagreements or things. So I think we've we've all had to fight somewhere in our life, you know. So I think the biggest fighter came out during breast cancer. Well, that's when you need it at the most. And yeah. how how do you feel like when, when you came out with that, like um, fighter in faith and put it out there on social media, what kind of response do you get from friends and family or even people or women that you don't know who are following sure. your journey? It has grown so much. I can share, Michelle, when I had my page, I didn't have that many followers. I mean, I still don't have a lot, but at the time, I think I maybe had 300 followers. Now I'm close to nine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get a lot of people that send me messages. Tom, they send me scriptures. They say faith is the only way I know. Like they agree with me. Like I got a lot of communication and encouragement out of it. And I was like, wow, 
Because, you know, a lot of people don't talk about faith or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that, you know, so was I nervous to do it? No, you know, that's just me. We all have our our prerogative, right? But the responses was amazing, right? And I I was thrilled. I was like, wow, okay, so I'm doing right. I'm doing Mm -hmm. what I should be doing, right? You know, so I never really questioned myself, but that gave me that extra umph in life to say, yep, this is what I'm doing. This is what's next. It's so easy to be open about what you're passionate about and what is yes. so important to you. You mentioned um, scriptures do you, and daily reading. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you read the whole Bible? I have not, Okay, but I, I, I do want to do it. <laughs> people who say that, I'm always like, how? That is that is a lot of words. <laughs> I have it. I, have it. I um, think my mama maybe has, but I have it. Good on you, mama. Uh, do you have a favorite scripture that really just sings to you about what you've been through? Yes. So for me, because we're talking about faith, of course, Hebrews 11 and 1 talks about having confidence and belief in faith, no matter what the Lord is working in you. So keep that, keep that hope for the unseen and know what will happen. Um, so Hebrews 11 and one is, is mine. I like that. Um, <laughs> for me, it's, as we've talked, I do, there's, there is something out there watching over me, but I find sure. a lot of um, strength and inspiration in music and yes. Pink, the artist, is my girl. Like, yes, I've, I've told my Pink. husband I would I would run off and marry her. He's like, well, you don't really <laughs> like women. I'm like, I, I'd take her. Um, but she has a song and it's called Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. And mm-hmm. in it, it's the whole thing sings to me. And basically the line, um, there's there's not. Um, oh, God, now now I have cancer brain and I can't remember it. But it's basically um basically is you can't shut my mouth because right. there's there's um there's nothing in this world that's going to make me stop talking about being an advocate and trying to help other women because that's where I have been placed in my life and Absolutely. that is where God has placed you to yes. share yes how how you've gotten through it with him by your side and of course Absolutely. it makes me think of the poem where the the footsteps in the sand which yes even me the non-religious you know person knows that and it's you know why at this time was there only one set of footprints it's because i carried right. you exactly and exactly. i mean i just gave myself chills and it's you, you know that's something that, but that's something we that. <laughs> You know, we, you know, even us non super church people, we know about because it's such an important thing to have that faith. And like you said, your friends and your family are there and they're, they're holding you and supporting you, but God is inside you. Absolutely. That is correct. That is so true. Yes. But, oh, now you're going to make me go because I remember I had a calendar with the footprints Mm-hmm. And I think I need to go find that calendar because I completely agree with you. It was it's him carrying us always. And that's every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Even when we're thinking like even if you get the worst phone call, you know, like I said, my fears reoccurrence, even if I get that call. I know he has he's going to continue to carry me. And, mm-hmm. and so for that, I, I remain humble and I, I keep my faith stronger and stronger every day. Perfect. We do need to take another quick break. So listeners, please stay with us. If you would like to nominate yourself to be a guest or reach out to me, you can email me at michellebeck at breastfriends.org. I would love to hear from you. So stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Follow 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. There are many things that forever change us after breast cancer, and one of them is bra shopping. If you can't remember the last time you got a new bra, it's probably been more than a year, and no bra should see a birthday. All women who have gone through breast cancer can benefit from comfortable activewear and making daily movement a priority, and that's where our sponsor, Handful, can help. Handful offers a lifetime 30% discount to all women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer, and if you need them, free additional prosthetic padding. Visit Handful.com and click on Our Cause to get started. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle Beck. My guest is Katrina Crutcher. Triple negative survivor, BRCA1 warrior, and we are here today talking about her journey with faith and how that has really got her through and beyond her cancer. So, Katrina, for those people who don't have a strong system of faith and are just kind of searching, how would you direct them to find that faith to help them get through? So, I would send others in the direction of just start journaling, start writing down what you're thinking, right? Write down what you want, Um, write down what you need, right? And I feel that putting it out there is the most important, you know, when it comes to faith or anything in the world, really. Um, And finding, find something motivational to read every day, find an affirmation, write many affirmations, right? I have the I am app. And so mm-hmm. on there, you know, you can put what you're needing. And I love the one that always pops up that I'm a fighter. And I'm like, you're right. And it's like, you know, I'm like, that. that's perfect. Or I can, I have the strength or I can gain the strength. And I think that's really just remaining positive as well. And, you know, just just put it out there with trust and, and huge beliefs and and believe that it'll happen, right? Whatever you spit into the universe, 
it can happen, right? But you have to be vocal about it. Um, So that would be how I would ask someone if they needed to know how to get there. You know, definitely do that and know yourself, know what you're needing. Be, Be intentional with what you're what you're putting out there. And if you if you look around and not just cancer related, so many people who go through trauma or who are in recovery from addictions or mm-hmm. you know just huge life circumstances, they do find God because they, yeah. they realize there is there is a higher power out there that's getting them through each day and Absolutely. identifying with that and welcoming it into their lives can really make a huge difference. Absolutely. You know that welcoming it, it's not bad. It's not like, oh my gosh, I, I who is I should shouldn't do this. Welcome it. It really can bring you so much joy and hope. And you'll get those goosebumps. But that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's it's in you. It's walking with you. That to me, when I get goosebumps from like what you shared about the footprints and things like that, it's like He's walking in us. He walks with us daily. Even if we're down and out, he's there, right? And and I know and just having that flutter in your heart and soul, it it's amazing. Like it's just so there. It, it just that and that just makes me smile even more, right? Mm-hmm. That just makes me laugh even more because I, I know it. I'm going to be fine. We're going to be fine. <laughs> your your heart is full because you know that he is there with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we've talked about some of the challenges in your journey in terms of what mm-hmm. you've gone through with the 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 BRCA1 and just, I mean, the mastectomy and chemo, no joke. But what are the blessings that you have taken out of what you've been through in the last year and a half? Absolutely. Blessings I've taken out of it is the no for my sister. I'm glad that she knows, you know, about her. I'm glad she knows that she has the same gene mutation as I. The That's the biggest blessing that I've taken from this. If I had to be that one soldier that had to show my family something, I'm proud to be that soldier if I had to be the one. And I truly feel that God picked me to be that one for my family, to get everybody to get their health together, to get their minds together, to start living right, right? To stop eating unhealthy, to stop, you know, doing things they shouldn't be doing. Like, I really felt that I was that vessel. And I take that as the biggest blessing and I'll do it over and over again if it it has to be me. So you have a really important full-time job now. (laughs) I do. I do. I really do. They call me for everything now. They call me for everything. They called me before, but now it's the phone calls. I'm like, look, schedule some time with me on, on my calendar. I can't talk to y'all like that all at once. It's funny, but I love, it. I, got, I, got, uh, I love you all, but I got other things to do. Gosh, we've only got a few minutes left. So I, I, there's a couple points that I really want to hit. Um, okay. One thing we had, we had talked about when we were preparing for this about um, pride and can pride interfere with your faith or does it make it stronger because you're proud of it. How does that work? I think pride interferes in a way that you put yourself as superior, right? That you can do it yourself. And I don't believe that's true. I believe we can do things to a certain extent, but we can't do all things for ourselves. So pride really, some people can be too prideful. And and I'm not going to sit here like I'm perfect because I'm not. I've had my moments where, oh, 
I'm good. I don't need to do anything extra. But then I get knocked around and it's like, excuse me. And it's like, you're right, Lord, you're right. My apologies. I can't do this by myself. You know, you get reminded really quickly um, that you can't do everything by yourself. Definitely not. And we've we've been talking and it's obviously that faith gives you so much peace and joy in your life that you want to share it and shout yes. it to the world like, hey, my faith and my God is what what saved me. Yeah. Yes. The uncall, you know, my surgeon got the cancer out that, you know, use the chemo, whatever. But the faith is what really got you through. It is. It is. You know, and one thing that me and my oncologist had, we had a great understanding of knowing that. And I always shared with him, you know, he tells me my treatment, we discuss it, but I, it was never something that we rushed into. Right. I said, I always told him I have to go home and pray on it. I have to go home and meditate before we even start this. And he always would tell me, Katrina, I'm not God. And I said, I'm so glad that you know that because you're not. <laughs> Okay. Many doctors have a God complex um, and they're, okay. they're good at what they do, but yes, it is, it is, you have that, that power in you Absolutely. from God and knowing that he is by your side. Um, so what, what is your hope and where do you want to take this for the rest of your, your career, your life? Where is this, you know, the cancer journey has, is going to yeah. take you. Yeah. So I'm looking to take this far, far as that I can. Right. I want to I want to reach far and wide, near and far. I want to go far as God allows me to go. And that could be anywhere from staying local or that could be anywhere traveling the world to share my story, which is a big hope for me because I want to do that. I want to travel the world and share my story because not all in one story is the same. And I feel that each story is motivational to one another. I love that. It is so important because you have a story and you have you have what is needed for so many people. So anybody out there who wants Katrina, our fighter in faith, uh, please, uh, please reach out to her, but we are going to wrap this up a, a couple minutes early, but listeners, if you are looking for Katrina, um, I misspoke earlier on Twitter. She's fighter in faith on Instagram, Katrina underscore fighter with faith and Facebook, Katrina Marcel and Katrina. Thank you so much for this conversation today. It has been, my pleasure to learn more about your about faith and how it got you through because that is it's just so important and I definitely appreciate that so again listeners thank you so much for staying with us today and learning about our journey if you need our services please visit breastfriends.org you can make a donation on our website or by texting BF radio to ensure that Breast Friends continues on its mission to ensure that no one goes through cancer alone. You can find our show on many platforms, the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also watch the videos on the Breast Friends YouTube channel. And if you're doing that, please make sure to subscribe. I would appreciate that so much. Um, if you would like to nominate yourself to be my guest or share your warrior story, please email me at michellebeck.com. 
Oh, God. Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. I had a brain fade moment there. And I want to do a quick thank you to my listener, Lori, who reminded me today that we need to check our audio volumes and to make sure that everybody has heard the same. So thanks for that. Um, but we will be back next week. And until then, remember, we rise by lifting each other. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Please join Michelle back again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We rise by lifting each other.